With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Healing in the Kingdom. Accelerate your healing by up-leveling your faith with strategies and brain science and scripture. This is your faith DNA. And now, here's your host, Dr. Darlene Mayo. Hello, hello, Healing in the Kingdom. How are you this morning? As promised, we have a very special guest with us here today, the lovely and talented Miss Shay Vines, who <laughs> is the founder and chief fire igniter. Love that title of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. She is an author, speaker, a mentor, so many wonderful things. And you are my favorite Floridian. In fact, Why, thank I you. My family. <laughs> I toss that in my bio as a, you know, side little thing. Yes, but you know, we'd like to have fun here. So yes. absolutely had to had to bring that up. Well, Shay, thank you so much for taking time to be here. Absolutely. And we're so excited to dive in to your book, Grace Over a Grind. Sounds and good. So I, uh, this is a book, folks, that I have read, I've listened to. I've got, I think I have your book in every form. That <laughs> It's so good. And you know, I don't know if you experience this, I wasn't going to say this, but um, when I read versus when I listen uh, versus when I do a workbook, there's always something different that comes yes. out. Do you ever experience that yes. when you're checking things out? Absolutely. And that's why there's certain, not every book, but certain books that really hit a certain way with me, I go and get the audio. As long as the audio was read by the author of the book. <laughs> yes, I am exactly the same way. I know, what was that book? Oh, uh, by uh, Miles Monroe, right? The, yes. um, yeah, his, I can't remember. He's got a lot of good ones. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't read by him and it was driving me crazy. I'm like, no, I can't do it. They're like, back to YouTube. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so good. All right. Well, listen, I wanted to just, there were some things that I was listening again recently that were really highlighted to me that I wanted to bring out and just maybe uh, engage some discussion on if that's okay. Yeah, let's go. So the first thing that stood out, I love that you said, even in your intro, you were talking about all those slogans, right? That people <laughs> use like, you know, get up and grind and even the, the Christian ease, right? Yes. Oh, I'm hustling with Jesus, right? And all of this. And that used to, it never felt right in my spirit when I would hear those things, yes. right? And, and much like you, you said you had a, a similar kind of tagline at one point on your uh, website, right? It's your side hustle on. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. And Lord knows, you know, I did too, you know, as a, as a neurosurgeon, Lord have mercy, I was working all the time too. And it, it just, it never felt right. 
And so you said those are not just words. And I really wanted to camp on that for a minute because, as you know, you know, I teach that every time you say something, hear something, it lays down pathways in the brain, right? Yes. It eventually becomes kind of your default way of thinking. So I would love to hear you talk about uh, your mindset transformation when you stopped yeah. using that language, if you can kind of go back to that, yeah. that moment. Yeah, absolutely. So I care a lot about the definitions of words, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I was really reflecting on it, this, this all started because the Lord had taken me through just revelation of Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. But it was in the message where it says, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Mm -hmm. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. So this is where this all started. Okay, so. Yeah, so good. Because Love when it. I heard that, it was like, oh, okay, this is different. That's mm -hmm. not, that's like an anti-hustle. That's an <laughs> anti-grind message. Like that's an anti-working in my own strength message. So I really wanted to dig into what that looks like. So then I started reflecting on the words that I had been using for years. They're the years they're the words that I kind of grew up in entrepreneurship in because I've been in business for, gosh, 20 something years. You know, even when I was working corporate, I had a side business and the whole thing was about get your grind on, be on team, no sleep. You know, the whole thing, you got to work during the day. You got to work all night because you got to do your side business. You know what I'm saying? So that was the whole thing. But the words like the grind said excessive hard work. So excessive hard work does not sound good to me. And then the Lord took it even further. This one really messed me up when the Holy Spirit said, look up the word hard. And I looked it up and it said, unyielding, difficult to penetrate. And he said, would you ever want to define your work as hard? Now that's like, people will call me a heretic and you know, <laughs> in Christian culture, did you just say that hard work? No, no, no. He said, it's diligent work. Yes, It's about diligence, but even... For me, it was so important that I even removed this idea of, oh, I work hard, I work hard. I even had to shed that to embrace mm -hmm. diligent work, careful, steady, energetic work, consistent, faithful, right? So yeah. those words became the rhythms of my life because if, even if I started saying, I don't grind, I don't do excessive hard work, mm -hmm. but I work hard every day, that still would have still kept me in this place of doing more in my own strength than what was needed in my life, which I believe is needed in all of our lives, quite honestly. So yeah. we want our work to be yielded. I want my entire life to be yielded. And I don't want anything I do to be difficult for him to penetrate in any kind of way because right. I'm so stuck in my own way or my own thoughts and doing things in my own strength. Yeah. So that's how it started for me yeah. because it was a whole situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, you know, it's interesting as you even give that definition of heart, it reminds me of the the parable with the soil, right? Yes. And, yes. you know, what's going to happen, if, you know, if you're not letting his, his word and his grace kind of penetrate down into you through that yes. intimate relationship That's with him. Right then how are you going to ever expect fruit, right? And, yes. and any fruit that you may see, because there's obviously some su successful entrepreneurs that, oh, yeah. you know, are not, you know, kingdom yeah. people. They haven't had that revelation yet is what yeah. I like to say, Absolutely. right? Um, but for it to be sustained and to enjoy the process, you know, yes. I, I think of some individuals that I know in my life that, 
don't partner with God. Yeah. You know, every time I call him, it's like, oh, I'm struggling, you know, and, and this is hard. And I'm here on a Sunday at midnight working. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it does yeah. not have to be that way. That's right. That's yeah. right. Because even I always say just because I'm doing business and partnership with God doesn't mean that I don't have challenges. I have challenges a lot, but I also have abiding peace and I have sustaining joy, like you, which are both priceless, which I never experienced in the grind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say the same thing. You know, it was, it was interesting the other day I was doing a, um, a research grant review process, right? So I, I sometimes kind of step my foot back into the medical arena yes. from time to time, right? And I was just, you know, I changed so much as a person since I've stepped out of that. And I'm mm. joyful and I laugh a lot. And, and so I'm just being myself in that meeting. And I literally got chastised by the chair, like, Dr. Mayo, we need to focus here. And I'm like, oh wow. But it really made me realize, and I didn't even know when I was in that world, like you don't even realize that you're missing joy or peace until right. you have it. You know? Yeah, that's like, so true. Yeah, that's really back. true. I think that's the case with a lot of things, right? And then once you experience something, then you just, you don't want to go backwards at that point. It's like, it's like, no, 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 I've experienced something really good here. And I'm seeing there's more in God in this. Yes. Why would I want to settle for anything less than that? You know, because we can always go from we'll always progress in the things of God if we allow ourselves to. And so no matter how far I get in this walk with God and doing business and unforced rhythms of grace, there will always be more to learn, yeah. always be more to, you know, there's always more in him. And so I'd rather go on that trajectory of learning how to grow and stretch in him than start going backwards to just like inferior ways of living and working. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So along those lines, I, I do want to bring something up. And I know I think you made a post about this a few days ago, right? That living under grace doesn't mean, and you talk about this in your book, doing nothing, right? Right. Because I don't even know where that came from. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I, I deal a lot with the with the different mindsets that keep yes. us from walking as an empowered heir. So, you know, the orphan mindset is very much the grinding mindset, right? Like I, I have to do everything because God might not show up. Up, right? right. And then the victim mindset, on the other hand, is like, well, God's got to do everything because I'm not empowered to do anything. Right. And it, it reminds me, speaking of slogans, like the one slogan that drives me absolutely insane is, well, pray like it's all God and work like it's all you. And I'm like, do you not <laughs> understand <laughs> the partnership? <laughs> Work, pray like it depends on God and work like it depends on you. Yeah. Like, are you hedging your bets with right. God? I mean, like, what is that? Even? <laughs> I don't like that one either. And it's funny because the originator of that actually doesn't, like the way it's received by people actually isn't really at the heart of what the person meant when they said it. Uh -huh. But 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 you can hear something and make it a whole other thing, depending on your thought process and your orientation. It's like, oh, that's exactly what I need. That gives me the God factor because I am going to pray like, yes. like, like it depends on him. So that's all I need. But I got to go out here and work, 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 work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard in my own strength. But I'm going to keep but I'm going to keep praying while I'm doing it. So to me, it, it falls under the same thing as uh, I'm grinding under God's grace. So I'm grinding with God. I'm hustling, hustling my holy hustle for Jesus and all of that. It kind of falls in the same category for me because it depends on how we receive that 
in our minds and how we're operating. And most people that I've heard say that are total grinders. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let me ask you about these board meetings with God, because I sure. love that you do that. I yeah. do that too. And I mean, man, that transformed my life when I yes. literally, I don't know how you do this, but I literally see myself sitting down at the table with Father God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and all the yeah. angels ready to go. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. So, um, and, and I know you talked about in your book too, that it doesn't always look the same, right. but, uh, when did you first start? Was it right after, cause you told the story uh, with your daughter, Grace, baby, Malia. Yes. Um, yes. So did it happen right after that or when? No, it was years it? before that. And so it was after that revelation of that scripture, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, because at that point I was like, I don't really know what that looks like, but I want to know what does it look like to keep company with you to work with you, not just for you. Like I wanted to know what that looked like. So I asked the Lord, like, teach me, like, this is an invitation. This is the promise from Jesus. So like, I want to know how to walk this thing out. So it mm -hmm. started then, which was, I guess, maybe what, 11 years ago, 10 years ago, around 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so for me, because I'd come from a, a life where I'd compartmentalized things, I kind of, I'd embrace kind of the Lord's leading as a wife and as a mother. Mm -hmm. But in the context of my work, I really never engaged God to be on, certainly not on purpose, you know, unless I was asking for a, a solution to, you know, some something that I was going through, right? That mm -hmm. became a prayer request or whatever. But so for me, because I never even actively engaged God in my work life, I had to start with just saying, you know what? Intimacy, uh, means time. So mm -hmm. I need to really discipline myself to actually spend time with God daily around my work, not just, Hey, I'm going to read the, I'm going to read the verse of the day, yeah. check the box off, you know, play my one song of worship while I'm driving. And then, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, I, I had to reorient myself and say, now I'm going to engage with God concerning business. Mm -hmm. And so what I started doing was I would just say, okay, so I would start with worship. But then I would get in the word and I'd say, like, Holy Spirit, I don't want to just read a, read this scripture to check the box off. Like, talk to me about what I'm reading. Like, I, I, like, I need you to illuminate this thing beyond the pages or beyond my screen on my phone. Right? I, I, I want this to come alive for me. So I started with that. And then I started saying, here are the things that are like on my to-do list. But Lord, what's on your heart concerning this stuff? I had never asked these questions before. Like, I had never asked... What's your heart concerning the people that I serve? What's your heart concerning business? I never asked him these questions. So it was just like a whole new world. And now it's so commonplace. Yes. But at that time, that was a revolutionary shift in my life to actually engage God in the context of my work life. It was that. And what's really funny about that, though, Darlene, is that this was six months after Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur started. That's the funny really? part. Really? Yes. Oh so he'd given the assignment to do Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. And I, at the time, even saying yes to that and starting it, it wasn't until six months in when I had this encounter with God around that aspect. Isn't that funny? I love it. So I had the idea of, okay, doing business, you know, with from a kingdom perspective and, yeah. you know, seeking first the kingdom of God. So I had, it's like he was working in me as I was going along, yes. you know? This was a, just kind of a wild process. Yeah, <laughs> I love don't want to say yes to the thing before they feel like they've got all the things together. But that was something I was undeniable for Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur to start. 
And for, and, and I knew that it was something that he was going to continue to grow us, me and my co-founder in, and we were mm -hmm. going to have to walk that thing out loud. And I'm grateful that he took that approach because now there's evidence of the journey that goes back 10 years that anybody who's just like, see Shay now, you know, 10 years later, I could say, no, 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 go back to here. You will see the evidence of, of what this is a process of growing in God. And so I'm grateful that that's on display. <laughs> yeah, I love that. No one can that. be fooled. I didn't show up here, you know, with 10,000 hours of expertise in doing business <laughs> in partnership with God. <laughs> Too he funny. Didn't, he, he didn't tap that one on the shoulder. He tapped the one who's like, yeah, I'm going to show you how we're going to do this while you're going to, while you do this. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I love how he does that. And I love that you said yes. And sometimes what we think we're saying yes to also is a little bit different or a lot bit different. Yes. <laughs> And Absolutely. what we're saying yes to, but I just, yeah, I would love to encourage our audience today, everyone that is listening. What is that? What is that word that you have heard from God or that passion that you've had? Right. And you just, you haven't taken the step because you don't feel like you're equipped because mm -hmm. the truth is he's put second Peter one, three says everything we need for life mm -hmm. and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. Right. Like you're, you're right. equipped. You may not feel equipped. And in fact, he often calls the people that don't feel like That's they're right. equipped. I mean, it, it was funny, you know, I think back to with starting healing in the kingdom, which obviously I had no idea what I was starting with did because if God had told me I was running a community, I would have run for the hills and said, uh-uh, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not going live every right. day, like crazy. But you know, he, he equipped me for that. And actually mm. now I look back and I say, how was I ever doing anything else? I totally resonate with that. Yes. In so many ways. So. Absolutely. It's, it's the power of a lifestyle of yes to God. It's like, you don't even know what's on the other side, right. but if you trust that the one who created you, <laughs> who already knows you're in from the beginning might actually have his, have your best in mind, then you can at least in faith, take a step at a time and just kind of watch how things unfold. And that's, that's been, I call it the wild and crazy and amazing adventure with God. That's what I feel like I've been on for like the last 12 years of my life. Yeah. And for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, It's so good though. It's a good place to be. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a very kind of practical question sure. because in the scriptures, a lot of times, you know, you've got like Joshua one, nine, like go forth and the Lord will be with you. And then you've got Exodus 14, 14, sit still. Right. <laughs> so what is your uh, advice here or wisdom yes. regarding when do you move and when do you rest? I'd love to hear Yeah, that. yeah, I think that's a really great question. And so I always say, let's start with seeking him because a lot of people will first operate at a presumption of what they believe is the case. So start with taking that thing to prayer. So sit with God around it first. Even ask him for clarity around discerning the season. Like just be willing to ask. He says we can ask whatever we want, as much as we want, and he'll never find fault in us for asking. It's in James 1 and 5. So start there and ask first. But then when it comes to, if you're, if you're feeling like, I really feel like this is how the Lord is leading me. I always say, take a small step yeah. forward. I'm not talking about leaping off of building types of steps, you know, like just take small steps forward. Like just show that, that I, I always say like, there's the action is the evidence of your faith, right? Mm -hmm. So as you're taking small steps but you're still doing that with God. You didn't say, oh, I think this is it. I got the blueprint. Now I'm running. Right. I'm taking a small step with God. Mm -hmm. I'm still staying connected here because 
as I move, there's going to be things that start to take place. There's either going to peace, as long as there's like no lack of peace around this thing, keep going small steps and watch how things get confirmed and revealed as you go. So I take, maybe it's the entrepreneur in me, but <laughs> I land on the side of take small steps forward because if I sit, sit, sit forever, I mean, what am I waiting? Like, what am I waiting for? But if I take small steps, not huge steps, but if I take small steps, I have found over and over and over again that there would be more information, more clarity, more insight, you know, around things as I go. And so that's what I do when there's things that I'm a little bit uncertain about, mm -hmm. where it's like, I really think that this is what the Lord's doing. And I actually kind of think that this is for now. And so I'm going to take some steps as if I'm taking mm -hmm. the risk. Yeah, so good. I'm taking the risk. And so I embrace this like culture of risk probably about, about seven years ago in a whole nother way. Yeah. That's really, that's really been freeing for me. Okay. So tell yeah. me an example of that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm actually in the midst of this now. I've been in the, I'm always in the midst of this, it seems. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. In some kind of way. So yeah. I'll give you an example. Um, this one actually is from a few years ago. There was something we were doing in Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur and I had a, I was sitting in a meeting and I got like this thought around a service that I believed that we needed. Okay. And I'm sitting in this meeting and what they're saying, the people that are in the meeting, even the words that they are saying is confirming to me, I believe that this is what God's showing me. Okay. It was around our certification program. Ah. And so I then leave that meeting. I'm, I was out of town. I had a speaking engagement that time. I go to my hotel room and I'm like, Lord, I really feel like this thing has, that this is something that has been kind of stirring for a while. And I'm thinking this is probably something for now, but like, I really need wisdom on how to move forward. Like, what does yeah. that look like? So I'm just like, that was just my heart's cry before the Lord. And I'm just sitting there about it. And later that night, I got a picture because a lot of times I see pictures. Yeah. So I got a picture of a woman that I know who's now a friend and a mentee. And I saw her face and I was like, ah, I think I probably need to reach out to her to have a conversation because there's pieces of information that I'm missing that if I had that information, that would mm -hmm. probably help me to figure out this next step, right? Mm -hmm. So I just reached out to her right then. I didn't wait. I sent her the email and I'm yeah. like, hey, would love it if, would you mind sitting with me for about 30 minutes? I want to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. And she's like, oh, I would be delighted. I go back home. Mm -hmm. I have the conversation with her. I'm still not 100% sure, but I took the step. I asked God, I then sought the, the counsel that I felt like he was leading me to seek. I had that conversation with her and then it, it closed all these little loops of things that I was wondering about. So I was like, and then at that point, God just began to sh just, it was just like, I just got all this wisdom and structure concerning it. Awesome. So now I could have said, okay, now God gave me all this stuff, gave me the lead to a person who unlocked some stuff, but yeah, yeah I'm not sure that this is for now. So I'm just going to put this in my notebook, put it on the shelf. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I said, well, let's see. Mm -hmm. Let's go see. So what I do, I put it together. I put it on a page and I did a beta offer for it. Nice. Now I didn't, here's the thing. Some, somebody needs to hear this. who's a business owner. I didn't go and record a bunch of content and assume that all this stuff was going to be needed. And for right now, I did not do that. Amen. What I did is I put the structure of what it was going to be together enough to be able yes. to communicate what it was. Yes. And open up a beta process to see, to test, is this resonating with people right now? Is okay. this the season? If nobody signs up for this thing, 
I'm not going to say I don't think this was from God. I'm going to say this was not for right now. Right. But if I don't at least put it out there, if I'm believing that I think that this is it, I don't get any information. So I put it out as a beta and yeah. five people signed up or maybe five or seven, something like that. Nice. And it was like, okay, let's go. And then I invested my time to yes. create all the hours. Some people feel like they're being productive, like, oh, I'm in faith. And then they're mad because in faith, they went and spent tons and tons and tons of hours and time on something, but yeah. never even bothered to like test. And so that was, I mean, I get yeah, that all the time because it would save a lot of people a lot of time and a lot of money. And a lot of frustration. <laughs> yeah, that is really, so, I mean, that's really good wisdom. And, yeah. it, and it's true. Sometimes we get that initial download and people even do have these board meetings with the Lord. And then they're like, all right, I got the plan. I'm just going to like fully execute it without right. ever stopping and saying, where are you? You know, like listen to that still small yes. voice along along the way. Along right? the way. Yeah. Right. I it's was... not like he's just the source of the wisdom. He's also the guide, the teacher, the comfort, the leading, the course correction all the way through it, which is why it's like, keep company with me, not just <laughs> seek me and roll out, like keep company with me. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. And, and, you know, I think the thing is a lot of times people don't understand this relationship that God, it's like a dance is how yes. I describe it. We do yes. this with the activations a lot, you know, and you move and he moves and it's, and it's this beautiful partnership because yes. otherwise you can wind up, you know, way out in left field oh, yeah. and feel like you're grinding. And so I know for me, when I do that, because I have a tendency, you know, just based on my background, I always knew where I was going to be five years, yeah. 10 years from <laughs> day, right? right? So I like the plan and I'm like, I'm going to go execute it and check in with God. But when I start to feel like things are a struggle, yeah. that's when I know I have to stop and, and check yeah. in. And now it's more like I talk to God multiple times a day. I'm sure yes. you do too. Like, just like, like you sitting right here, you know, that's right. And, that's so. right. But in the beginning, it's funny because you we were asking me earlier about in the beginning, in the beginning, it was so important for me to put the time like I structured oh, myself yeah. as like, OK, I'm going to do that daily. But what happened is mm -hmm. starting there and being faithful there also created a hunger for, oh, wow, like I can roll with that all day, you know. And so it turned into a lifestyle of just seeking him, flowing with him concerning the things that I was doing in business. It turned into a completely different walk, but it started with the willingness to mm -hmm. say, I am going to make the sacrifice of my time to spend time with God. I mean, seriously, it's ridiculous, but I'm going to make the sacrifice of my time daily to, to show my faithfulness and diligence that yes, I want to accept this invitation to do business with you. Yes. I want to seek your heart concerning business. Yes. I don't want to operate at a presumption and just right. do this in my own strength. So I had to do something to show the evidence of my faith and obedience in that. And what that looked like for me was just like, daily Monday through Friday, just having a particular time. But now it's like an all day affair. And it's awesome. That's so good. That's yeah. so good. I love that. You know, I was just I was literally having a conversation taking my daughter to school this morning. And I'm like, what are you talking to God about today? And she's like, well, I prayed. And I said, well, did you wait for an answer? <laughs> Yes. No, there's it's a two-way street. And it she is. To me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Funny. You know, the other thing is, and I, I want to bring this up too, um, that 
I think sometimes we we want to honor and respect God. So we feel like we have to speak to him in a certain way, right? That is not necessarily natural to us. Right. You know, this is another thing that just came out of my conversation with her this morning. And I said, I said, Abby, I said, you know, it's not like you have to say, sir, God, you know, and, and have your hands folded. I said, it's okay. And actually my husband taught me this. I didn't, I didn't know this because I had a very formal relationship with yeah. God before I got married. I said, you know, you could say, Hey God, what's up? She said, I can't talk to God like that. And I said, <laughs> I said, you listen to your daddy and how he talks to God. He's yes. like, this dude, you know, it's about being who you are created to be. Yes. And if God created you to be, you know, very free and, you yes. know, casual, it's still, it's not disrespectful to God. And I just, I think some people have that border up and don't want to go to God because they feel like they have to do it right. Right. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's really, really true, (laughs) but there's just something around, there's so much power in authenticity Mm -hmm. and that is not just, and that's, you know, a common thing to say and like, you know, in the business world and stuff like that, but even in our, in our relationship with God, there's so much power in the authenticity of just being, just being you with him. It's like, if you're having to, I think about this, how painful it's got to be to have to actually put on a mask and wear one and hold that mask still in relationship with the one who loves you most and created you. And even though you may not think of it like that, but that's exactly what's happening. You're having to put on this mask, you know, and then hold it tight while you're engaging with, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's not, there's no power in that in that dynamic and that doesn't cultivate authentic intimacy, you know, with him. And so, and the more we're able to do that with him, the more we're able to do that, you know, with others around us. Yeah. I love, I love that. You know, it's it's interesting to me, intimacy and identity. I didn't really, I started studying this in the brain because I didn't even know why they were connected. I knew that I understood more about who I was, the more time I spent with God. But it brings me to another one of your stories because you were talking about with uh, Malia Grace that you had to have oxytocin, right, to to help with your delivery. Yes. And guess what? That's one of our brain chemicals that actually uh, is released during intimacy as well as during birth, right? Really? Yes, it is. And what's so fascinating, and um, I noticed this as a, as a neurosurgeon when you said this, you said after after that experience, right? Then the, a lot of the business things started to really change and take off because oxytocin, interestingly, is also released when you have a business idea and a birthing of a business idea or venture. So I loved that juxtaposition yeah. there. I thought that I love that talking was- to you. You're always yeah. having smart things to add. <laughs> I love it. Well, I like to understand why things happen. Yeah, that that you know, it's not enough for me to just say, you know, well, why is gravity here? Like, I need to understand. You're gonna go in. You're gonna research, and you're gonna get your answer. <laughs> you're a researcher, and I love it. I love it. That's how God made me, and it's okay. That's right. I think it's awesome. <laughs> so good. Um. So. Another thing that I wanted to talk to you about is something that you said, I think this was towards the end of your book, um, you were uh, pitching to a company, I think for your, for the bakery, is this right? Oh, this was one of, this is one of, uh, one of our mentors in a team kingdom driven entrepreneur. This is her story. Oh, this is her story. Yeah. yeah, That was in the book. 
Oh, okay. So but I know uh, her story intimately. So feel free to go okay. ahead with what your question was. Okay. Well, it stood out to me because she, I guess, said that, um, you know, she had been saving this $6,000 for the business venture, yeah. right? And then she wasn't able to like get her baby in diapers or something like that at the same time. And that really, and God said to her, who told you that money was earmarked for your business? Yeah, right. It's like mic drop, right? Yeah. And it hit me because um, about two years into my entrepreneurial journey, you know, I had saved up a lot of money. I'd done good job at that, but we ran out because I was under the delusion that I was going to be making a neurosurgeon salary within six months of being an entrepreneur, right? I think yeah, I should yeah. up in the year before. And yeah. so we ran out of money, but I had all this money in like 401ks and all this stuff. And, and, and God's like, what about that? And I said, that's for retirement. And he said, who told you that? And I said, well, the people that told me to put the money in there. Yes. And I said, that's responsible, isn't it? And he's like, he reminded me of the story of Joseph, you know, and like storing up the grain in the barns for yes. an immediate need coming up. He's like, go cash that in, please go cash that in. That's provision. He said, yes. you called it retirement. I call that provision for you. So I had that same. Oh, tell me, experience. tell me. I want to hear the story. So <laughs> my husband and I are real estate investors. So the business that I was doing and that the Lord told me to stop doing in the midst of starting Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur was in the real estate investing space, right? Yes. And so we had these properties and we had, and as I was doing the work of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, in the beginning, like we were making like, I mean, I think the first year revenue was like twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000, like for the whole year, right? Yeah. yeah. And so- <laughs> So we had sold. So we had sold. So here we are. We, I think we had maybe four properties at the time that I started Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. And then we sold one. And then, and I, I didn't want, I didn't want to. These were our investment properties yeah. that were generating income that I wanted to keep and then have them be debt free and just enjoy increase. That's what I, and yes. that was the wisdom of the real estate investing strategy. Yes. We ended up having to sell one. Ended up having to sell another one, and I remember when we got down to the last one. This was after Malia was born. We had one more left, and I just wanted to hold on to that thing. Yeah, I did not want to sell it. It felt like if I sell this one, I'm like, I, it's like almost like I failed, yeah. right? I don't want to. I don't want to sell this last one. Let Let's hold on to this last one. And this is funny because I'm saying this is, so this is what, five years, this is, Malia is about to turn five, so this is five years ago. Yeah. Kingdom driven, like my income from a kingdom driven entrepreneur perspective didn't start rising until a handful of months after Malia was born. So understand where we were still at this time. It was right. tight, tight, tight. Yeah. But I didn't want to sell that house. And I remember standing in that house, the tenant ended up, our longtime tenant all of a sudden was like, yeah, it's time for me to move. You've been here for years. Like now all of a sudden it's time for you to move. So now she's moved out. Oh gosh. Now yeah, you don't have income. Is, okay. Are we going to put a new tenant in? Are we going to sell it? What are we going to do? And I remember standing in that house and the Holy Spirit saying to this, you're standing in my provision. And I'm like, oh, and you're like, really God? Really? You have done it another way? I said, you are standing in my provision. You're sitting here trying to figure all these other things out. And you're literally standing in my provision. Yeah. Yeah. So we sold the last one. <laughs> and that thing carried us yeah. 
for the next season. And then, and, and then things really started to take off yeah. with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur and just continue to grow from there. But in this, but I mean, but this is a handful of years in, this is years in. Yeah. Started in 2012. Yeah. Wow. You know, I totally understand that. And it's like, you know, and we look back and we say, well, of course God can provide, you know, and, and he will. But I think it's that remnant, you know, and I went through this too of like a little bit of orphan or poverty mindset. Like, yeah, but, but this is, you know, this, this is a sound investment, right? And right, this, this is, is for it, that. Yeah. This is what <laughs> to be for, but God really wants to know, are you willing to lay everything down? Yes. Are yes. you willing to, and I don't think it's coincidence that you laid down that last property and then KDE started really, really started off. to take off. You know? It's so, it's so, so interesting. Wow. Like I'm getting, I'm, I'm having a moment right now, just having this conversation, <laughs> but it's, but it's so interesting because one of the things I most, I most often say is God is a source. Everyone and everything else is a resource. God is a source. Everyone and everything else is a resource. God is provision, right? Yeah. And so, but I have such a revelation of that now because of moments like that. Yes. You know, where he's like, you're stand, like I am provision and you're standing in the resource <laughs> right now that I already, I already had, like, like you're in it. Ah. <sighs> If I didn't, if I wasn't willing to let that go, I would have been looking at that house as a source of my future provision. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And we don't ever <laughs> want to be in a position where we're we're thinking we're we're needing to be in control of that because right. he is and his yes. ways are so much greater than what yes. we can possibly imagine. And you know, we don't even understand. The ramifications of holding on to certain things. I remember because um, when my husband and I got married, I was still practicing as a neurosurgeon. I had a lot of properties and this and that and the other, and I had a lot of stuff in my maiden name. Yeah. And it was just relatively recently, you know, a few months ago actually, that I was asked to sell the very last thing that was technically mine, right? Like our house right now, it's in, I mean, Florida property laws, it's in yeah. both of our names, but like the mortgage is in his name and like everything's in his name. And I, I had such a hard time and God was like, no, 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 you need to, you need to sell that. You need to sign that over. And I'm like, God, it's the last thing that's mine. It's the yes. last thing that's mine. And he's like, and, and I said, why are you asking me to do this? And he goes, what's the name on that paper? And I said, oh, it's my maiden name. And he goes, that's not who you are right now, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you are stop holding on to the past and and let go and embrace the beautiful future that I am inviting you into. And it was like, whoo! I'm like, give me the papers. <laughs> yes, let me sign that because I don't want to go back to the world that I was in before. Yeah. You know, I just I just don't want to do it. So that is so so good, and I love I love the the ability for us to like share and share these stories. And it's so funny because. What I always say, I'm going to say this because I always feel irresponsible when I don't say this. This is why we have to seek God as the source and everything and everything else as a resource, because some people will listen to a story like we've just shared mm -hmm. and then turn that into a blueprint for their life. The actions that we took as the yeah. blueprint for their life, that wasn't the blueprint. The yeah. blueprint came, the blueprint for you is not the action steps that we took. The right. blueprint is to go seek the source of the blueprint and allow him to lead and guide you for you. 
He's not going to have every person with their with that last house and the last name do that. They're not going to not every person is going to have all these properties that God's going to be like, you've got to sell them. Like this is not this is not we're not giving people blueprints here. We are sharing our testimonies of what do, doing life with God has looked like for us. So the blueprint is go to the source. <laughs> Aaron, I'm so glad source. you said that. I'm so, so glad you I said that. I always do that because I love sharing stories. And yeah. sometimes, and it's like, it's almost like I can feel it where mm -hmm. people are like, oh, like, well, that's the answer. No, no, no. Don't be expert led. Be Holy Spirit led. Don't be ex don't don't be led by oh but they said X Y and Z and so there's my blueprint nope we're not giving blueprints here Amen so good I love That's that Hey, so many words of wisdom that you share. I love that. And that is, that's powerful. Yeah, folks, like that intimacy with the Lord will give that's you a solution for you. Absolutely. So that's good. everything. So good. Yeah. He knows right. what we need to learn and he knows what we need to work through for our, for the assignments in our lives, just for our lives. Just like he knows. And my personality type is, is, is relatively similar to yours, but yours has to be way next level because you were a neurosurgeon. So yours has to be way next level than what even my, mine was in terms of like plan, strategic goal, you know, performance, you know, oriented and all those things. So yeah. <laughs> I really do think that there's just certain types of people that he does some certain types of things with yeah, that helps that us sense. to, you know, really grow in our trust in him, you know, that not everyone has to learn it that particular way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Lord knows I've had some, like having to be knocked over the head. Of yeah. I've had some of those moments. He knows his kids. He does. He does. That's and I'm so grateful. Good. I am too. That's so yeah. awesome. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe we've been talking for 40 minutes. Oh my gosh. We have. <laughs> Just this is up. what we do. Everyone else gets to enjoy it, but we're just having a conversation here. I know it's so good, so good. Well, let me, uh, let me. We've got fifty-three comments coming through right now. So let me, uh, let me just check and see if there's some questions in here. Sure there's a lot of, a lot of fire being. Uh, people are loving this. Absolutely. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, let's talk about this. This is so good. Betsy Sue. People quoting, God helps those who help themselves <laughs> as though it is all scripture. Oh my goodness. It's like, I mean, there is like this partnership component. There is something for us to do, yeah. but it's just like, sometimes we just take these little sayings and just run interesting directions with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, I know I was thinking that today because sometimes I'll do those little quotes, you know, and things like that, but you have to think about, you have to explain it. Like yeah. very rarely do I put up, you know, a phrase that I, that I say or pull it out without right. explaining it, because if yeah. you don't understand the heart behind it, then you're going to interpret it based on your lens, right? That's yeah. what your brain does for you. Yes. It's got that perspective shift. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hannah liked this. You're standing in my provision. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yep. So good. All right, folks, if you have any questions for Shay, now is the time to put them in because we are going to be wrapping up in the next uh, couple of minutes here. But let me, um, let me ask you, where can people, they ought to know where they can connect with you. But if, <laughs> if you've been under a rock for the last 10 years, Shay, where can people connect? <laughs> so silly. You can go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. So okay. if you are either an aspiring 
business owner or you're a current one and you want to do this thing with God, experiences, best ever greater kingdom impact through the work that you do, that's where you go. Kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. And for those who are interested in the book, Grace Over Grind, you can get that on Amazon in pretty much any, any format, all the formats. <laughs> all right, perfect. Yes, I have them all. So yeah. good. Um, so Hannah will, our wonderful, lovely assistant, she will put all those links in for you as well and go check out her book. And guys, if you missed the announcement, we are giving away a copy of Shay's book because it is so powerful and transformative. So here's how you get entered into that giveaway. All right. You need to make a comment here. So if you're here live, go ahead and make the comment. If you're on the replay, you're not excluded. You can hashtag replay, put your comment in, but I want to hear your greatest takeaway. Okay. Your greatest takeaway that will get you an entry into our giveaway drawing, which will be tomorrow live on our noon broadcast. All right. Okay. Well, let's see. Oh my gosh, people are just so overwhelmed with our conversation. <laughs> okay, I'm sure they'll come up with them later. Oh, good. Well, uh, well, Shay, what? Um, I want to first of all thank you so much. Sure, for sure. Time and being here. It's just it's such a joy to talk to you. And it, I've enjoyed this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what kind of final thoughts that do you have that you want to leave with folks before we wrap up today? Yeah, I just want to encourage everyone listening to just walk into this invitation that you have, you know, which is to do all things with him and to shift from a, a mindset and a way of being where it's like, hey, I'm doing all things for the glory of God and not just doing things for his glory, but actually doing things with his presence, because that's the game changer. If you're doing, if you're operating from a four mentality all the time, then you could be completely out of assignment, completely out of alignment, just doing all things and just saying, Hey, but I'm doing this for the glory of God. So I just want to invite you into what I call the with factor, which is just like doing all things with him. Your life will absolutely never, ever, ever be the same. So good. The with factor. I think that's my, that is a huge takeaway from this. That yeah, changed so my life forever. <laughs> so good. So good. All right, my friends, thank you so much again Absolutely. for being here. Thank you to our audience. And please share this. This is also available. I don't know where you're watching. You might be in our Healing in the Kingdom group, but it's also available on our Healing in the Kingdom page, which is a public page. You can share this interview. If this blessed you, I want you to think of three to five people that you can send this to that will bless them. And we're also on our YouTube channel, so you can share from there for your folks that aren't on Facebook. Okay, so be blessed, everyone. We will see you back here tomorrow. Thank you again, Michelle. Absolutely. We'll talk to you Take care, soon. everyone.